Welcome to Monday's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Oh, man. I love the fact that you're here. I really do. It really inspires me. You know, now you probably say, well, how do you know that we're here, Mitch? How do you know that anybody's here? You know, the truth is I don't. I'm just, I'm just trusting in this this bold and magnanimous universe that we live in that somebody out there is listening to what I have to say. And so hopefully if you are, send me a message. Let me know that you're out there. I really do appreciate the opportunity to to hear from folks, uh, to receive comment, feedback, uh, constructive criticism. I'm open. Uh, I'm an open door. And my door is always open for uh, any ways in which you see I could be better as a, as a leader, um, ideas, topics, things that go on for you that maybe I'm not covering when it comes to conscious leadership. I don't know. Whatever that is, uh, I'm here, and I hope you will take the opportunity to connect with me. It's important. So I've been thinking a lot past couple of days in conversations that I'm having with my oldest daughter, just how much I am forever a student Uh, when it comes to parenting, and really uh, when it comes to life. Because I get to see through my kids' eyes, as I'm sure those of you who are parents get to do or have done in the past, you get to see those places and spaces inside of you where perhaps some things were unresolved or um, not formalized or finalized or transitioned from childhood to your teen years to adulthood and where the gaps are potentially. And I, and I, I get to learn, I get to be a student uh, from my daughter. I get to allow her to be a teacher for me. And we've been talking lately about a topic that so (laughs) desperately relates to conscious leadership. And it's this idea of consistency. And I'm learning about it in a, on a deeper level because, you know, we have kids at this day and age who are growing up in a pandemic world in the moment, wearing masks, isolated from other people, other friends in many situations, and trying to make sense of what the world looks like and seeing where the systems break down, seeing where the things that they were doing with some level of consistency were happening in a way that they weren't necessarily even aware that that what they were creating was something really powerful as a result of the consistency to the point where it's actually fallen a bit backwards to the point where 
I'm actually seeing them slide a bit where they're looking for immediate gratification and more immediate results when they attempt to do something or do something and how easy it is to dismiss when things don't go their way that it doesn't work. And I think it's highlighted during this time in our history, things going on in the world, because people are so desperate to have some sense of normalcy, some sense of, of mine, my own, uh, a deeper understanding of the action that they take, that it means something. And I think in the process, we're in, in certain ways, not just for kids, but for adults, we're losing sight a little bit of the fact that, that what it takes to actually create a level of mastery <clears throat> at anything, doing anything, is about consistency. The willingness to do something over and over again, not because you did it once and expected a result, but that you were willing to consistently do it over time to then see the results over time. So conscious leadership in many ways is, is a, is a foundationally is based on consistency. It's, it's your willingness to be consistent in the process of leading. And that leading wears a lot of different hats. Leading in the fact that you are loving on others. Leading in the fact that you are showing others, that you're being consistent in loving others, that you're not just occasionally there for other people, but that you're consistently investing in others. You're consistently loving others and showing them that love. That we are consistently prizing others. We're acknowledging the things that they're doing well. We're not focused on things that they're not doing well or um, trying to find ways to put people down. We're looking to lift people up and doing that consistently. And what happens when we fuel somebody consistently over time, their work is better, their performance better. The things that they do are more enjoyable. They just don't show up. They actually grow up and really start to love what it is that they're doing. It's the consistency to to always ask for feedback. How many of you people out there listening who are leading on higher level will often, if at all, go to the people that you're working with, the people that you're leading and say, hey, are there ways in which you sense or experience me that I could actually become a better leader? How many of you are out there consistently requesting feedback from others? And as a result of requesting the feedback, teaching others how important it is for them to be able to do that as well. What are we modeling consistently over time for others to see in how we lead them to then go on and lead for them to lead other people? How many of us are consistently making other people a part of the moments of your life that are powerful and special and unique and dynamic. And then also focusing on those moments that others are going through and how those moments are a reflection of not just of what they've been doing to date, but really a, a, a pathway to where they're headed, to where they're going. How consistent are we in that respect? So yes, there's the consistency, right? Which is about what am I doing consistently on a daily basis that I'm willing to do and trusting that I'm willing to do it 
to see ultimately see results over time that any one particular time I do it, I'm not necessarily going to see results. The other day I was working out and I hadn't worked out in a while. And I didn't finish my workout (laughs) and run to a mirror to see, wow, let's see my results. I know that the results that I'm seeking are going to be over time. It was the willingness to start. And then it becomes the willingness to be consistent, to commit to that level of consistency to over time see results. And it's no difference in your business. It's no difference in, in, in leading other people. And it's respecting where other people are at. So if you're consistently loving on them and consistently showing them and consistently investing in them, then they don't get the experience that it's like, oh, gosh, Mitch is calling. It's going to be one of those what have you done for me lately kind of calls disguised by I'm really interested in what's going on in your life, even though I'm not. It's about consistently loving on other people. So it's what are we doing consistently that treats and talks to and expresses love for the whole person. Because when a whole person is counted, when somebody realizes that you genuinely are invested in caring about who they are and what they do, and not just every once in a blue moon, not just once in every balloon, sometimes you get a review from your boss or something. This is not about that. This is about consistently daily, weekly, pointing out those places and spaces where you're noticing growth and improvement, where you're expressing appreciation, that you're reminding people at every point in turn that they matter. When you're doing that consistently, then the desire to be consistent with the activity and the action necessary to succeed at a higher level is like butter. Like (laughs) it's just smooth. It's just going to happen because the person feels considered by your consistency. Now, that may sound like a lot to do, to be consistent on that level. And I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying you can get into a rhythm, and most people do get into a rhythm where that just becomes part of it. It just becomes part of what they do all the time. They're just consciously aware when they're talking to somebody to talk about things that are important to the other person, to ask them questions, to point out the places and spaces where you know they've grown or they've handled something in an exceptional way, to consistently let people know that they matter. Now, that may seem like, like I said, may seem like a lot of work to some people. Maybe it is. I don't know. feels pretty automatic to me over time. Why? Because I've been consistent with it. And if I miss, I love when people call me out on it. I do. I don't find shame. I don't get embarrassed. I go, thank you. Thank you. I'm human. I'll make mistakes from time to time. I'll own them all the time. And then let's move on. But conscious leadership, I mean, let's be honest. It is a responsibility. Leading like that takes practice. It's skills that can be learned. Human interaction skills that need to be learned. Not just the process of being consistent with a process that you do every day or a pattern of uh, a, a work ethic that is that somehow is expected of you or 
you know will lead you to success. You know you need to do that consistently over time. But it's a learned action to lead. To to really genuinely want to and embrace the idea of being responsible for other people, for everybody that's around you. Now, here's where it can get a little tricky. This is where it can get a little tricky. Because responsibility for other people can easily morph into and go south because you become over-responsible for other people. We forget to teach them to fish instead of giving them the fish all the time. We, we forget to teach them to fish. Our intention is to empower what we don't realize is what we are doing is ultimately disempowering others. Can't inspire leadership if you're doing all the leading. So the intention is, is, is on point. Unless you're running some type of sabotage program around this is what I always do and then all of a sudden I get to bitch and moan and complain that nobody does anything and it's all up to me and it's all on my shoulders. If you're not running that program, you can still easily slip into just doing too much for other people. Remember, inspiring leadership is around teaching and modeling for other people how to lead so they can lead other people, so they can lead other people, so they can lead other people. So the really the next step in many ways of what reveals the leader who may really just be a manager or the leader who is willing to dig deeper is this notion of courage. Am I courageous enough to step into that place of leadership? Do I have the courage to take an honest, an honest, good look at myself without any judgment and then have the courage to lead deeper, to lead others? So here's the challenge with courage. Conscious leadership requires consistency and conscious leadership is a responsibility. And not everybody wants to take on that responsibility, and that's okay. That doesn't mean I still don't believe that everybody is a leader and can be a leader in their own way. And I'm willing to prove it. (laughs) But here's the thing about it. And this is important to understand. Courage, in many ways, is a lonely pursuit. It's kind of a split-second decision To trust an outcome only you can see. When you're watching other people falling in line and going with the flow and going along with the status quo and you're seeing something that isn't okay. And having the courage to stand most likely by yourself in that lonely pursuit most likely the only person who sees the outcome that has yet to arrive. Not everybody is willing to stand in that. That doesn't mean they're not courageous. I'm just telling you 
what requires a deeper, deeper level of courage. It's first and foremost, do I, do I find myself in a place where I'm willing to look at myself more deeply to understand without any judgments, with zero judgments on myself, so that I can find ways to be better, discover ways to be better? That my life is a, is a constant journey of course correcting to find that next level of better. Do I have the courage inside of me to then, once I do that, to inspire that in other people? To reassure other people that that's a good thing for them to take a deeper look at themselves. It's a good thing to challenge themselves. And do I have the courage to speak up as a leader when what I see is happening around me isn't okay? Knowing that I may ruffle feathers. Knowing that I may piss people off. Knowing that people may look at me cross-eyed saying, what in the world is he talking about? Yet knowing with great conviction that I'm not invested in being right or wrong in this situation. It's not a right or wrong scenario. It's a trusting of my gut and my intuition that what I'm seeing is not okay. And if it turns out that I was incorrect, that's okay too. The courage to find out that what you thought and what you saw was going to happen doesn't. And being okay with it. This is what it means to lead at a higher level, to sometimes stand alone. When others will look at you funny, (laughs) I've been there. I still visit that place. And maybe it's related to being silent for periods of time in my life. Maybe silent for too long. Maybe watching things happening around me that weren't okay. And I allowed them to happen. And my desire not to play in that arena anymore. Are you willing to not play in that arena? Are you willing to have the courage to step up, take on the responsibility of leadership, take on what you know you need to do consistently for yourself and for others? knowing results will happen over time, and trusting the outcome. And then when you see something that's happening that's not okay, the willingness to stand up and say it's not okay. This is the importance of conscious leadership that sometimes people don't talk about. They just assume everybody is leading at a higher level. No, not everybody is willing or ready or desiring of taking on the responsibility. But one can't confuse themselves as a leader when what they're really doing is managing. And do you have the courage to point that out to somebody, to share that for their consideration? Knowing that they might be upset because they think of themselves as a leader. Many people are out there managing relationships that are Falling apart at all times, and all they're doing every day is managing their relationships and holding them together. Leadership is building those relationships up and forward. The managing of those and just having the courage to just say something to somebody when 
when you know that what they're doing isn't necessarily in their highest good or in the highest good of others. And constantly doing that, you start getting convinced that you're the leader because you're holding that other person together. And only thing you're going to get over time is exhausted. Because you're not leading, you're simply managing and holding together. You're spending your days talking people off the roof. Saving them from jumping in any moment. Sometimes multiple times a day. That's not leading. Would you have the courage to walk away from that person? To explain to them your position. To let them know that in order to move forward, in order for you to take on that role, in order to effectively lead them, they're going to need to grow up. They're going to have to take ownership and responsibility for their choices. They're going to have to be willing to look deeper at the choices that they're making, the behavior that they're taking, and the consistency that they've shown over time that if they keep doing the same thing, they're going to continue getting the same results. So leading in a higher level of consciousness requires a willingness to be responsible for all of it, yourself and for others, and not at the expense of over-responsibility. To consistently love on others, consistently show them the path. Consistently be in a, in a teaching mode and in a learning mode. In a modeling mode. Because that's where your longevity as a leader is going to happen. Because in the process of doing that, you're going to inspire that in other people. And conscious leadership is about extending that baton and passing it on to the next person who passes it on to the next person. Are you up for it? I believe you are. Until next time, my name is Mitch Newman. We'll see you again. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 